0: Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your host, Tim
1: and Shannon.
0: It's opinion, fact, information, and your alert system. Stay tuned and enjoy the show. And welcome to Right Spokane Perspective on this Healthcare Together Tuesday episode. We're going to have Brandon Harvathon with us today. He's going to be talking about healthcare together and how we can do that as Christians and I think as, as a people that are seeking good healthcare, Quality and cost. We're going to do that after inspiration.
1: Our inspiration today is probably most fitting. It's called Kingdom Minded Leadership. When I joined a group of Christian children's book authors who prayed for one another and helped spread the word about each other's books, some people said we were foolish for working with competitors. But our group was committed to kingdom minded leadership and promoting community, not competition. We shared the same goal, spreading the gospel. We serve the same king, Jesus. Together, we're reaching more people with our witness for Christ. When God asked Moses to choose 70 elders with leadership experience, he said, I will take some of the power of the spirit that is on you and put it on them. They will share the burden of the people so that you will not have to carry it alone later joshua saw two of the elders prophesying and told moses to stop them moses said are you jealous for my sake i wish that all the lord's people were prophets and that the lord should put his spirit on them anytime we focus on competition or comparisons that hinder us from working with others the holy spirit can empower us to shrug off that temptation when we ask god to nurture kingdom-minded leadership in us. He spreads the gospel around the world and can even lighten our loads as we serve him together. Heavenly Father, please make us kingdom-minded leaders committed to working together to reach more people with the life-saving message of the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, you know... Being in competition, it does not mean being divided. And it seems like we have that spirit of division in our culture today. And that division always costs us more money. You know, you see those gas stations right across the street from each other. And that competition is healthy. It's good for the consumer. It's good for their business. Keeps
1: everybody honest.
0: Another place where we see competition close to each other is healthcare. You know, the dentist's office right across the street from each other, those healthcare complexes where the doctors do serve customers in similar ways. But you know what? Maybe one doctor doesn't take a certain type of insurance, but the other one does. And so having that competition close is great for both the customer and the the businesses and those providers of services. And so we're going to talk about healthcare today. We have Brandon Harvath on the line with us. He is the CEO of Christian Care Ministry. And, you know, this is Healthcare Together Tuesday. We've got to do some things together. One thing we're always doing together is paying for insurance. Uh, Sometimes we're not getting the biggest bang for our buck, and sometimes we're paying for care that we might not agree with. So jump into the conversation, Brandon. Who is Brandon Harvath? What have you done with your Life and what got you to the point where we're talking about this issue today?
2: Great question. Well, thanks for having me on today. And, uh, yep, I have the privilege of uh, serving Christian Care Ministry and leading as the president and CEO. And, you know, before that, I was actually leading a hospital system, president of a hospital system. And that was even through the COVID pandemic. And so I got to see. Exactly what you're talking about, the costs of health care, the exceptional problem, you know, this issue of health care from sort of a front row, well, not sort of a, an, an actual front row seat, and then about uh, 10 years before that in, in health insurance and some of the largest health insurance companies uh, in our country and around the world. And so I've been working on this problem and part of this problem for so long. But, you know, Christian Care Ministry is just a, a beautiful place. It's a ministry, 30 years uh, now we've been serving. We're an association of churches. And so we do things quite a bit different than what you might find that you're, you know, like a health insurance company. We're not insurance. We're a sharing ministry. We're a platform where Christians can come together and actually share in one another's healthcare bills. It's a totally different way of looking at the problem.
0: So healthcare sharing program, this is maybe people have heard the advertising called MediShare and you, you told me you came a little bit from a uh, healthcare insurance background into the hospital system i always encourage people to think about what they do and what the end result is and you know gambling you know obviously you're not going to do real well gambling because those casinos pay for all those big buildings and lights with the money they're taking from you. And with insurance, I feel like I'm gambling. I mean, if you want to know where a lot of your money is as as a culture is going, look at the largest building downtown and the names on them. It's bank and healthcare insurance companies, right? And so MediShare, I haven't seen that name on any big buildings. And why is that?
2: Yeah that's a great question. Well and and precisely for that reason we we do things quite a bit differently and rather than and we li- we like to think of it this way you know if you consider the industry of insurance and why it exists really it's to cater to this innate human issue of fear right what are you afraid of well i'm afraid I'm going to get sick and i can't pay the bill i'm afraid i'm going to uh, die and leave my family without their needs being met so i buy life insurance i'm afraid i might you know, get in a car accident, and I can't afford to pay the repairs or the the impact of that, and and so I buy car insurance. And oftentimes, it's you know even regulated. But I think as Christians, we have a different motive. We have a different opportunity. You look to even the example of Moses. You know, when he sent Joshua in the battle, you mentioned in the uh, devotion there, uh, he he was instructed by God to hold up his arms, and he couldn't do it forever, right? So what what happened? Well, he had Aaron and Hur that came around and held up his arms and and helped him. And I think in so many ways, that's a beautiful picture of how the body of Christ can come together and help each other and one another's needs. So MetaShare, right, is a 30-year-old program, uh, it's in, and that is the largest ministry uh, program that we offer at Christian Care Ministry uh, called MetaShare. Many of your listeners have probably heard of it. Uh, it is just that. It is a community of believers who agree in principle to come together and meet each other's needs when those needs arise. And so rather than relying on, you know, capitalism or an insurance company or some, um, you know, wh- whatever the situation may be, we're moving from fear to faith and helping people trust in the body of Christ to come together and meet their needs uh, when those situations arise.
0: I don't really view insurance as capitalism. It, to me, maybe in the, in the operation of it, how it's sold is capitalistic, but it seems more like socialism. We're paying oftentimes for other people's bad decisions. Sometimes we're paying for not so good things in the medical industry. And of course we're paying for those large buildings downtown. And and I think oftentimes paying investors back, you know, for their investments in like the stock market for for healthcare insurance. Is, am I going down the wrong path with some of that feeling about yeah, insurance?
2: Well, yeah, here, here's the issue. And, and I would say it's, it's a, when you look at the motive, of these organizations, and certainly, even the ones who consider themselves nonprofits, you know, for good causes, uh, you watch them rack up quarterly uh, earnings that are billions of dollars. <laughs> I mean, just in insane amounts of money, uh, literally being made off of that issue of fear, right? Off of that issue of fear, and so we, we just think there's a better way to do that. We think that there's a less expensive way to do that, and. Just as importantly, where Christians can come together and spend money on things they know don't go against their values, right? If you can't say with certainty, and if you have normal health insurance today, I, I guarantee you you can't say with certainty that those dollars you're spending aren't actually going to support the very things uh, you're against, whether that's abortion uh, or or what have you. And the medical industry is fraught with those kinds of problems today.
0: There so, are a so lot you- of problems in, in the medical industry that uh, almost experimentation on humans, yeah. uh, you know, in, in ways that 10 years ago we would have never imagined that's what we're paying for with our healthcare insurance. And, and, uh, you know, also going back to the, the social side of, of healthcare. So, you know, I kind of feel like health, healthcare insurance is like a corporate socialism. You're paying for profits, but you're just as a society paying for whatever they deem as healthcare. Whereas, Metashare seems more like uh, not a, a socialist type model, but a Christian care-based model based upon what the church was called to do in the first place, you know, care for the orphans, care for the widows, and care for each other. And, you know, we've turned it into a nonprofit thing in our corporate world in, in America, but really the church and the foundation was education and healthcare a century ago.
2: Yeah, that's right. Well, if you go back over a century ago, that that precisely was the beginnings of insurance. And if you study the root of it, uh, very often what you'll find at the base are groups of Christians who came together and saw a good opportunity here. And what that has become over the years and over the decades is just a monster, right? It is not what was envisioned early. Uh, earlier, you look at healthcare itself and the delivery of healthcare. What good uh, was started by uh, churches and uh, nuns and, and groups of churches coming together to form hospitals and to donate millions of dollars for the greatest care for the sake of the gospel? And that's so incredibly absent in many ways. Not everywhere, but in many ways in our country today, from the, really, fall, the, psyche, the morality.
0: It really seems like that's that's totally the case. And tell me if I'm wrong here, but just in my area, I'm sure you have experience across the country, very in-depth experience compared to what I see here. But our local hospitals that were run by church organizations have been bought up by large corporate conglomerate uh, healthcare uh, institutions, and they're no longer run by the churches, it seems. And it seems like that's kind of where the rest of the country is going is just like with education, education in the region we're in here was actually started by faith-based organizations that moved into the region as commerce moved into the region and the West was found and, and we've moved away from those foundations and now it seems to cost a lot more and we don't have the deep roots in, in, you know, moral, structure in those institutions because it's become so corporate.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. And when you think very, you know, specifically of why, well, in so many different ways that the church has outsourced, and I say that, uh, you know, in in context of the large church, right, Um, Big C Church, if you will, has largely outsourced some of those most complicated and challenging issues Uh, to other entities, in some cases, even to the federal government. And I think it's an opportunity for the church to step back and reclaim that opportunity for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of God-glorifying tools and resources to bring those sorts of things back into the church. Uh, Metashare is just a program, a ministry of Christian Care Ministry. We are a group of church and uh, churches, an association of churches, and that's precisely why we do what we do. Now, we're not an insurance company, we're literally just referees in that game, right? Of folks that have decided to come together in this sort of an agreement. They get to vote, and our members do this. They get to vote on what is eligible for sharing and what is not eligible for sharing. They make those decisions, right? And and how those bills get shared in uh, and, and what types of services uh, they believe should be shared in and which ones should not be shared in. So it's a beautiful way, a very complicated system, mind you, using technology for the glory of God, making sure that the church is equipped with these kinds of capabilities. I think it is precisely for such a time as this what the church should be doing and reclaiming some of these areas in industry today.
0: Well, that's kind of interesting, uh, like a, a representative republic with democratic voting in health care. Is what you kind of explained to me. <laughs> so I, that I'm, I'm much that's than really funny. I, said, I thought that's... it
1: was a breath of fresh <laughs> well, air. Well, like, well, I can breathe so, something uh, yeah. that is suited and fitted to my morals and my values. And yeah. Well, and
0: so this yeah. uh, we're gonna have to take a break in a minute, but I want to kind of restructure this, and maybe I'm gonna stick my big nose where it doesn't uh, fit. But you know, I, I look at healthcare coverage, and I think, okay, well, if somebody gets hit in the nose with a soccer ball and it breaks the nose and it needs rebuilt, then that's what healthcare insurance is for. But if I don't like my nose the way God made it, I want to remake it. Maybe other people shouldn't have to share in the cost of my beautification project and my big nose, but one is not necessary healthcare. One is necessary healthcare, but this is a decision made by the body of members that vote and decide what is covered and what is not. And then representatives and, in the healthcare sharing program, MediShare, kind of boil that down and provide a sharing platform for believers to get real healthcare, not body altering. I don't get to become something else. Like, can I, can I be a noseless person? Is that something that we should cover? We're going to find out the truth on that matter. After the break from Brandon Harvath, CEO, Christian Care Ministry. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Thank you to all the listeners that listen to the show so we can all stay informed on what's going on here on the Right Spokane Perspective. We also want to thank all those who contribute to keep us on the air. All those contributions go directly to the cost of our airtime and production of Right Spokane Perspective. Again, you can help us out by going to Right and contributing. Also, make those checks payable to Right Spokane Perspective LLC. Send them to PO Box 7620 99207. We appreciate all those contributions to keep us on the air. Again, WrightSpokanPerspective.com, WrightSpokanPerspective LLC, PO Box 7620 99207. Back to the show. And welcome back to Can right Perspective on this Healthcare Together Tuesday. We were talking as we jumped off into the break about healthcare as a constitutional representative republic, with democratic voting, which was, it's amazing to me that you could have a healthcare system that operates the way our founders saw that our government should operate. Maybe it doesn't operate that way now, so we're going to have to tweak that, but there is a way to have your healthcare possibly operate similarly. So as we jumped off into the break, I was contemplating no's, no no's, or who knows, and should that be covered by healthcare to make me a noseless person? We're going to have Brandon Harveth, CEO of Christian Care Ministries, jump back in and tell me what I should nose.
2: <laughs> well, uh, hopefully you still have your nose, but here, here's what I would tell it's all of It's big. Yeah, well, uh, our, our members, right, and certainly to this point, have decided things like cosmetic uh, procedures like that should not be covered by the community. I think that's incredibly logical, right? well put. And that's what our members have upheld. You know, we like to go back to biblical roots in the things that we do. And just as you mentioned earlier, the issue of widows and orphans. You know, we go to Acts 6 and we look at this idea of the early beginnings of the deacons and why they were uh, put into place. And uh, we think of ourselves as kind of a 21st century deacon ministry. But how they serve those widows, there were a lot of rules around who qualified and who should get help from the church and who really shouldn't, who should be relying on their family members for certain things and, and who shouldn't. We have such an entitlement driven society today. And folks candidly just believe anything they want uh, or believe they want or believe they need should just be paid for by somebody else. And that's contrary to biblical uh, views.
0: Well, and we talked a little bit earlier in the show about the corporate model and the amount of profits that come in, in healthcare insurance. And I think those profits are going to start dwindling and, or, uh, people's uh, healthcare costs are going to skyrocket because we are funding things that are ridiculous. Like the idea of me not having a nose could actually be something that I would, I would say 10 years ago, no doctor would touch it because it's uh, do no harm was the Hippocratic oath in healthcare. And now it looks like a lot of healthcare is out to do the bidding of whatever insane thing you want to do, like not have a nose. I could see that being a thing now in today's uh, healthcare world, where we've decided elementary and eighth grade biology doesn't matter in healthcare. And so we're looking at a healthcare insurance that says we're going to fund things that work. We're not going to detach and make our members detach useful organs or limbs of the body just because someone doesn't like their left leg.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, surprise, surprise, by the way, when you do that, uh, what we've found is that our members enjoy uh, an expense by way of their monthly share amount that usually equates to about half the price of regular commercial insurance. Okay, so go figure at the end of the day, when you do those things and you focus on things that folks need. Right, whether that's emergency services or sicknesses, uh, healthcare expenses you didn't expect. But you're right. The the history of healthcare, not only in our country but around the world, has gone from do no harm, certainly to cosmetic, and now we're into this phase of performance medicine. Right, where it's it's as much about all right, who's going to pay for my body to be optimized? Right, yes, cosmetically, but in a number of different other ways too. And uh, frankly, I think it all goes back to just a Another example of how we want to be God, right? Deep down in our sinful natures, we want to be God and play God. And uh, I think of it as the Tower of Babel all over again.
0: Well, I mean, you know, my wife fell in love with me maybe somewhat in part because of my height. But uh, as we age, uh, maybe she wouldn't like me to be as tall and health care coverage should take me out at the knees. Um, yeah, and
2: somebody else should pay for that too, shouldn't, shouldn't
0: they? Yeah, I, I just, we're in this insane world where... We want to make a reality based off of whatever delusions might exist out there and have uh, medical practitioners perform these things at expensive rates. And, And then there's the long term care. There's people that need long term care for real ailments, real illnesses things that were no fault of their own possibly. And we're spending so much money on long-term healthcare for people that have done things that violate that Hippocratic Oath that do do harm. And you called it, I guess the medical industry calls it performance-based medicine.
2: Sure. Performance medicine. I mean, very popular and growing field. And I It mean, doesn't seem it. like
0: a real name though. It's like a lot of other things when we, as a culture, have decided we're going to lie about something. We name it something that sounds good, but, performance-based medicine, there's, uh, in a lot of those areas, I mean, now, if I needed to be a noseless character for a part in a play, you can do that with makeup, you don't got to do the the uh, the surgery, but now we're doing those surgeries,
2: right? Well, the world's endless quest for immortality, and in its various forms and functions, we are now being asked and forced in so many ways to pay for, and that that really is the problem, right? And so I think when Christians step back, We have an opportunity here to be in the world, but not of the world, right? We have the opportunity and maybe this wasn't the case, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago and there weren't real market alternatives that existed right, for the church to come around uh, and be a part of, but there are today, and programs and ministries like Christian Care Ministry, and there are others that are out there, I would recommend just as wholeheartedly that are faith-based, where you can come together and you can avoid that issue completely. And by the way, not just from a defensive posture, like, hey, we're just the next hip uh, thing to help with a boycott. No, we should be playing offense as the body of Christ and really thinking about how we take those dollars that we're responsible for stewarding Every dollar that passes through our hand and multiply it for kingdom purposes.
1: Kingdom minded. That's exactly it. So
0: when we talk about the MediShare program, what's the best way for people to, to look into this? And it's like the website and maybe ratings from from
2: users of the product. Yeah, well, you can check us out on our website, uh, Digital, easiest way to get us, MediShare.com. And so you can go there, check out MediShare itself, a number of our other programs, including, you know, if you happen to be over the age of 65 and you're in that Medicare phase of life, uh, we've got programs for you as well that you can uh, check out. If you want to learn more about Christian Care Ministry and the number of ministry uh, programs that we support or uh, that we offer to the church, uh, you can go to mychristiancare.org and uh, learn all about the number of ministries and various things that we do in ways that we try to do exactly with uh, what, what we're doing with MediShare, which is creating uh, these uh, community health experiences, if you will, where the body of Christ can come together and glorify God in the way it conducts and transacts, in some cases, some pretty difficult, some pretty complex business, if you will.
0: It is very complex. So again, folks, it's MediShare.com, MediShare.com, or MyChristianCare.org look into these organizations and see if they uh, fit your needs your faith and you know the healthcare future for your families and is this something that businesses can also apply for or is this an individual care plan that businesses would have to just help their employees pay for how does that work
2: yeah, if you're a church group or a Christian school, we can help you with, you know, what you might think of as like a group, but it's a church offering. If you're a Christian business owner and you're looking to offer this, we can work with you, too, and find ways to offer it individually to your employees. It's a great way to, in so many different ways, uh, share the gospel, right? Even through simple things like the way you help your employees pay for their health care needs.
0: So employers and uh, Christian employers also Churches can have this set up with MediShare, uh, MediShare MediShare.com, MyChristianCare.org. So I want to jump back to this representative republic, uh, you know, constitutional feel that, you know, when you explained how this thing works. So you actually have questionnaires that members fill out as, you know, medicine and different things take shape. Is there a prescription model that is used with MediShare and then also... When new things come up, like whether it's a, a, a new drug that helps people with diabetes or whatever it might be, or a, a new, like let's say, a transplant-type situation that's new, are those kinds of things covered in MediShare? And how do the people vote on whether those new things should be covered in the program?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. And the field of medicine is changing all the time. Uh, in fact, we have ways in our guidelines to even allow for some experimental-type uh, treatments where it's actually been tested, and and there are some uh, there's some research around it, and so there is a process that our members uh, have allowed for for even things like that. Uh, so is that kind of like
0: are- the 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 right to try kind of the legislation, the th- stuff that we had uh, under f- former administration here in the U.S. where people were blocked from you know trying things even though they had uh, horrible possible outcomes if there didn't try something, there was a right to try. you guys look into that kind of stuff is that what kind of where that is at?
2: Really this is born out of just the simple fact that you know and the pace of medicine, we don't want to just be aligned with you know federal regulation on these things. We want to look deeply and understand where there are you know new things happening. you know I, I shared with you, I worked as a part of a hospital system. We have some incredibly amazing folks in the healthcare field every day that we're experimenting on new procedures, to just make people's lives better and have better outcomes. And so we want to be thoughtful about those things. Not everything, right, is eligible for sharing. And so we're, we're also, you know, cautious about that. It really comes down to where there's appropriate research and the appropriate clinical evidence uh, that we can go through appeals processes and help our members, you know, get the, the help that they need. Well, it's uh, extremely
0: complicated these days, too, because it was only about, 150 years ago that they realized that sanitizing things, using (laughs) rubber gloves, washing your hands was really part of the medical process.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. And today we're conducting robotic surgery from a continent away, right, with oceans in between us. And so it is amazing how technology has changed the world of medicine and in so many different ways created common knowledge across the healthcare field.
0: It's so amazing, some of the uh, dynamics of the MediShare program and, and Christian Care Ministries. When you're looking at prescription drugs or, say, organ transplants, how does that work and how do people vote on whether those things should be done or not?
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So prescriptions uh, aren't, there isn't a separate prescription plan as a part of MediShare. We offer a prescription discount program. And so we've aligned a couple of major national, uh, I'll call them discounters, uh, where you get a prescription discount uh, plan as a part of your membership. We also give you access to a number of other things, including telehealth. And so if you have any urgent care issues, I look, I've got seven kids. And so there's rarely, um, you know, a month or two that doesn't go by and somebody's, you know, getting sick with the sniffles or might need some antibiotics, whatever the case may be. Uh, and so we offer that as a part of your membership, free access to telehealth for urgent care visits. You also get tele-mental uh, health as a part of your membership and a number of uh, visits or sessions that you can do there. We know that that is just a growing, growing, growing problem, certainly post pandemic, but has been an ongoing issue for a number of years. And so on top of that, there's a dental discount program. So you got your prescription discounts, your dental discounts, everything and anything we can do to be perfectly candid, to help our members reduce the overall expense and burden of healthcare and their families today while being biblical in the way we do it. That's really
1: our goal. So Brandon, what what about somebody one in your membership that would have cancer what what does what was what does the prescription coverage for treatments and things like that look like? Is that something that MetaShare helps with or covers?
2: Yeah, there's a there's essentially a six month uh, coverage, if you will. Now we don't cover anything, right? It's what's shareable or what's not shareable, mm-hmm. and so uh, it's a six month window worth or allowance of medications like that that you would need, like any other population. I mean, this is incredibly difficult, uh, certainly to say, but cancer. Uh, is one of our top challenges that our members face, just like the rest of the world. And, you know, the, it brings up another really important difference. Uh, and and we we share in cancer bills all the time. Uh, in fact, this year alone, we'll process over a billion dollars uh, in medical bills. And cancer diagnoses are usually at the top of that list in the top 10 uh, issues that our members are dealing with day to day. Here's the other thing I, I haven't mentioned yet, and I just I, I feel it's so important to do. We're really not here just to pay medical bills, right, and help connect needs with resources, okay? We actually walk with you through those dark valleys. So if you're a member of MetaShare, you call into us, you've got a new cancer diagnosis, you know what we're doing with you? We're praying with you. We're walking with you through that deep valley. We're putting you in touch with our care coordinators, nurses who will actually do the exact same. They'll help you understand the world uh, of treatment options and various things that are out there and help coach you uh, through those processes and navigate the healthcare system. But they're going to minister to you. They're going to pray with you. I've been in this healthcare world for quite a while. I've never seen anything like that. You're not going to get that kind of um, ministry when you pick up the phone and call a health insurance company. So that is the beauty of it.
0: Well, unfortunately we're out of time for today's show, but I want to thank Brandon Harvath for being with us today. Again, CEO of Christian Care Ministries, you know, this, this design of healthcare service, this, this, community, uh, healthcare together kind of program, I think is something that the world needs. The world needs revival. It needs healing and restoration. And also it's going to take time to recover. It sounds like MediShare is a good way to do that. Again, MediShare.com, mychristiancare.org. Thanks again for being with us, Brandon. Thanks for having me on today. All that being said, we're out of time for today's show. We'll be with you folks again tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Right Spokane Perspective. We are sponsored by Right Spokane Perspective LLC and made possible by advertisers you hear and contributions from listeners like you.